Yes? Uh, sorry to bother you, sir. Shut that door, man. I've only just got the place warm. Pity the chaps on the beat on a day like this, eh? Yes, sir. There's a lot to be said for administration department in the winter. Right now, you want to see me? What's that ominous-looking piece of paper in your hand? Not more work for me, I hope. Oh, no, sir. We're collecting for Inspector Chew's retirement present, and we thought you'd like to contribute. Who got this up? I did, sir. And I wish you'd ask me first, Sergeant Rushton. Sir? You put me in a damned embarrassing position. The senior officers and myself have had our own whip round. Just the senior officer, sir? Uh, yes. That's not usual, sir. I know it's not usual, Sergeant. The situation itself is not usual. We didn't think anyone else would bother, particularly the other ranks. Inspector Chew's not exactly popular, is he? Neither, sir, was Superintendent Bailey nor Inspector Harrington, but all ranks were expected to chip in for them. Come now, Rushton, they were hardly in the same category as Inspector Chew, were they? Did I hear my name mentioned? Ah, Chew. Come in, come in. Talk of the devil, eh, Sergeant? Uh, We were just saying, uh, next week then, is it? Happily counting the days, here the end of next week. Much to everyone's delight, no doubt. We'll discuss the other matter later, then, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Sergeant? Sir? How's my collection doing? What a blush, man. I've got eyes. Finding it hard going, are you? It's coming along quite well, sir. Right, chap. He'll go far. Once he gets rid of the idea that you can succeed in the force through hard work and dedication to duty, you probably intended to ask me to sit down. I know it's a bit late in the day to offer you advice, Chu, but if only you had tried to be just a little more pleasant to people who matter, you might have been retiring with a much higher rank. I'll leave the creep into others, thank you. What do you want to see me about? The, uh, the old man has asked me to have a few words with you. Uh, strictly off the record, of course. You mean he hasn't got the guts to bawl me out himself? The chief training officer has made another complaint about you. Not surprised. Seems to prefer complaining to training these days. Some of your more outspoken and cynical comments are felt to be utterly out of place when made to CID trainees. You'll be shot of me in a week. Can't ruin too many budding detectives in that short time. You've a lecture today. Which I shall be late for if you keep me much longer. Very well. As you say, there's not much point now. What's your subject? The Waverton kidnapping. Oh, Is that wise? You can learn more from a failure than you can from a success. Yes, but had it been me... Yeah? Oh, it doesn't matter. Pity you won't be meeting your successor, this new chap from Southwest Division. Understand he's a first-class bridge player. The old man's tickled pink. Wonderful. I was afraid for a moment he'd be a good policeman and be completely out of place. Some people would take that remark seriously, Chu. No one takes me seriously. I won't keep you. I've got to make arrangements for the interdepartmental bridge tournament tonight. The public don't realise just how much is involved in fighting crime, do they? Well, mustn't keep the class waiting. Little rascals get up to all kinds of mischief when teacher's late. All right, gentlemen, thank you. Simmer down. Playtime's over. My name is Chew, Inspector Chew. You may call me sir. <laughs> so you want to be detectives, and you'd all better listen to me, particularly that one at the back, the fat one. I'm over here, son, not out the window. 
I've forgotten more about detection than you'll ever know, so listen to the pearls of wisdom I'm about to place before you. What do you want? Uh, may I ask a question, sir? Collins, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir. Very well, Collins, if you must. Are you the same Inspector Chew who caught the Hammersmith Bullion Gang in the 50s, sir? What if I am? Um, it was mentioned in a previous lecture, sir, as a classic example of the intelligent use of standard police techniques. Do you play bridge, Collins? Uh, no, sir. Take it up. You'll go far in this division. <laughs> yes, that was one of mine. A long time ago, wasn't it, sir? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, tell us about it, Inspector. You've already had a lecture on that, haven't you? Any fool can talk about his successes. It takes a special kind of fool to talk about his failures, and I'm going to tell you about an all-time flop. Any of you remember the Waverton kidnapping case? It was never solved, was it, sir? Top marks, Burton. Um, wasn't it bodged up or something, sir? You better be a good bridge player, Collins. Yes, it was bodged up. It was one of my cases. The last one, in fact. They wouldn't let me handle any more after that, so don't let anyone tell you our superiors lack common sense. It only appears that way. <laughs> now, none of you young gentlemen afraid of the dark, I hope, because we're having the lights out. Just let me switch the projector on. All right, Collins. Where's the girl with the ices? <laughs> I'm the only comedian here, thank you, Smith. Now look at the screen. That is an aerial view of the village of Waverton Magna in Norfolk, taken some 12 years ago. The white you can see everywhere is snow, and the cluster of black specks is one of the search parties organised to look for a missing baby. One of the more handsome black dots is me. <laughs> now, apart from bodged-up cases... What else is Waverton Magna famous for? There's a brewery there, sir. Thank you, Smith. You look the sort of chap who'd have known that one. Yes, the Cresswell Brewery, owned by one of the richest families in Europe. In addition to the brewery, they have extensive cattle ranching interests in South America, sheep farms in Australia, a development company in Mayfair, and a shipping line, oh, somewhere or other. Which adds up to them not being short of a few bob, sir. Quite. The brewery is a little way outside the village, surrounded by an estate for the workers. Now, the villagers are a different breed entirely seems to be the tradition for them to work as house servants and estate workers for the Cresswell family. Ah, that big house there, that's the Cresswell home. Ah, that's a few years old, sir. 16th century, I think. But the Cresswells didn't move into it until the 1920s, during the Great Depression. The previous squire had been wiped out in the financial crash. It had been damn tough for the villagers if Cresswell hadn't found them all work. Most of the villagers today weren't even born then, but they still regard Cresswell as some kind of saint. That's not the present Cresswell, is it, sir? Good Lord, no. Old Cresswell died some 20 years ago. His son inherited the old man's reputation and his money. He doesn't deserve either. Typical stuck-up rich man's son, a type I loathe. Uh, is your father rich, Collins? Uh, no, sir. Ah. Well, let's get on. The victim... A male child, aged 11 months. There he is with his sister, Sarah. She was about seven or eight at the time. A lovely-looking kid, sir. Yeah. Now on to the next. Oh, 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 what a cracker. Now that's the mother, Pamela Fulton. And I agree with your coarse comments, gentlemen. She was strikingly beautiful. That uh, come-hither smile. <laughs> I never saw her smile. Saw her cry. So I told her not to worry that I'd get her baby back. Lesson number one, just because a woman's tragically appealing, don't make damn fool promises you won't be able to keep. In fact, rule number one should read, never promise anything. 
Now, don't get all maudlin, gentlemen. This was 12 years ago. She'd be nearly 40 now, and I probably remember more about her son than she does. Ah, this is the note left by the kidnappers. Uh, would you read it, Collins, both for me and for the benefit of your less educated colleagues? If you do what I tell you to do, the baby will be all right. Beautifully read. Any comments? No mention of any <coughs> ransom money, sir. Good, good. Anyone want to add anything to that? It's a typical first note, sir. The actual demand for money usually follows. Top of the class, Collins. Now, what about the note itself? The handwriting, the spelling? Well, the handwriting's bad enough to be disguised and the spelling bad enough to be deliberate. That was the conclusion I reached. Where was the note found, sir? On the cot. And wait a minute, it's in the next slide. There. That's the nursery, exactly as we found it. You can see the note on the cot. Notice how the bedclothes are carefully pulled back. That would suggest a woman, sir. Or a man. Well, that's narrowed down our field of suspects, hasn't it? <laughs> There's no sign of forced entry. Wasn't necessary. They never locked their doors in those parts. People just walk in and out of each other's homes. Charming custom for the law-abiding. But if the Boston Strangler had emigrated to Waverton, he'd have had a field day. There was something peculiar about the weather, wasn't there, sir? Uh, the snow? The snow, yeah. They'd had the granddaddy of all snowstorms that day. Until they'd got the snowplows through, the village was completely cut off. All roads were impassable. They had to fly me in by helicopter. The beauty of this arrangement, gentlemen, as those of you still awake will have realised, is that the kidnappers and the baby couldn't get very far. They had to be in or near the village. They couldn't get out. That made it easy for you, sir? Made it damned embarrassing when I failed to find anything. Who did the searching? We had the lot. Uniformed and plainclothes police, civilian helpers. Give Cresswell his due. He released men from the brewery on full pay to help us. We searched right through the night with torches, then through most of the following day. We found nothing. But you said the baby and the kidnappers must have been in the village. That's right. I suppose it was a thorough search, sir. If you've got nothing sensible to say, Smith, keep your mouth shut. We were out in that crippling weather for five days and nights, all told. Some of us were lucky to get eight hours sleep in all that time. We searched. And for Smith's benefit, I will say thoroughly searched. Every house, hut, cottage, shed, barn, outhouse, pigsty, chicken roost. In fact, every single building within a radius of two miles. We crawled over every inch of ground. We examined every pit, copse or wood where a child's body could conceivably be hidden. Not only did we drag every pond, we minutely examined the contents of every cesspool. Detective works not without its glamorous side, you'll notice. <laughs> when we'd finished, we turned and went over the same ground again and again. So in answer to your question, Smith, yes, it was a thorough search. Sorry, sir. Now, don't spoil it by being sorry, son. Never accept what you've been told. Always check and double-check. Part of a policeman's lot to be hated, so don't you worry about causing offence. So he could still be alive today, couldn't he, sir? In so far as we never found a body, yes. Now, there's a couple more slides. Ah, the boy's father. Oh, dear. I'm going to have to upset you, Smith. That's the millionaire brewer, the lord of the manor, Moneybags Cresswell. Now, wait a minute. That's the husband. I didn't say he was the husband, sir. I said he was the father. Not necessarily the same thing. You shocked me, Smith. Why do you say he's the father? Can we have the baby's photograph again? For you, Smith, anything. Now, push the one of Creswell alongside. I'll try. Uh, there. 
Well, you can see the resemblance. The ears, the, the line of the nose. Oh, he's right, sir. Dirty old devil. <laughs> you, uh, you had noticed the resemblance, of course, sir. No, Smith, I hadn't. I should have thought it was obvious. Can a broken-down old failure give you a piece of advice, son? If, in your smug way, you spot something your superior has missed, don't rub his nose in it. Antagonise the public if you like, but not the bloke who has a say in your promotion prospects. I was a fool not to have seen it. Explains all the help he gave us. His anxiety. <laughs> it explains a lot. Ah, oh, put the lights on, somebody. For your infernal cheek, Smith, you can give me a cigarette. I don't smoke, sir. Then I don't like you, Smith. Uh, here you are, sir. Oh, thank you, Collins. Right, gentlemen. We have five minutes. Just time for you to solve the Fulton baby kidnapping for me. Oh, come on. Uh, Smith, you're our great white hope. You've got two minutes to wrap it up. Why don't you tell us what you did, sir? I did everything in the book. House to house searching, statements from every man, woman and child. It's in your standing instructions. Read it. I did it all. This time, just didn't work. Can I be frank, sir? No, Smith. Enough people were frank with me at the time. I was told that either I wasn't thorough enough or I had missed something obvious. And they were wrong, of course, sir. I'll tell you the best way you can get on in the force, Smith. Keep your mouth shut. Oh, go on. Go and have your coffee break. Session's over. Right, thank you, sir. Oh, Inspector. Sent your chums out to play, Sergeant. Yeah, a letter for you, sir. Ta. Huh? From a security firm I went to see last week. Blast. You get the job, sir? Don't be such a damn fool, Sergeant. Just a polite inquiry, sir? That only works with polite people, Sergeant. No, I did not get the job. I imagine my interview with their chairman proved my downfall. I see, sir. Waverton Magna? Hmm? You've got it written on the board, sir? That's right. I've seen that name somewhere else. Oh, yeah? Got it. It was in the latest digest of reports. There's a copy on your desk. I don't bother to read them anymore. Yeah, apparently they were excavating for the new Norwich bypass when they found a skeleton just outside the village. What's that? The skeleton of a young child, sir. The Chief Superintendent will see you now, Inspector. Thank you. Go straight in. Ah, uh, true. You wanted to see me? Yes, sir, I did. Uh, you made a right mess of your interview for that security job, didn't you? I've got a charming letter here from their chairman thanking me for recommending you. You haven't got the job, you know that? Yes, sir. They kindly wrote to tell me. If you didn't want it, you could at least have declined it politely. I'm sorry, sir. He got under my skin. Oh, and I strongly recommended you. Oh, sit down, man. Sit down. You're a fool, too. A stupid fool. At one time, I foresaw a brilliant career for you. And what happened? You just let some silly domestic upset ruin everything. Silly domestic? My son died and my wife walked out on me. And you've had 12 years to get over it. My private life is none of your concerns. You no, know damn well it is. Anyway, that's all in the past. What are you going to do when you retire? Do you care? What did you want to see me about, Inspector? They found the skeleton of a child just outside Waverton Magna. It was in yesterday's digestive reports. Yes, I've got it here. So? Waverton Magna was the scene of my kidnapping case. Yes, too, I know. The body was never found. This could be it. Hmm. 
And they've taken it to the central lab for tests. Yes, I found them. The tests won't be completed until sometime tomorrow. It infers here that the skeleton had been buried for some time. The kidnapping was 12 years ago. Uh... I'd like to go down to Waverton, sir. If this is the missing kid, it would be the only positive lead I've had. Oh, I'm sorry, Chu. It's out of the question. Why? Do I have to spell it out to you? Yes, sir. Spell it out. Twelve years ago, you were a good policeman. For the past twelve years, you've been a damn bad one. It was my case, sir, and I'm entitled to see it through. I can demand that you let me go. Demand? You're in no position to demand anything. Now, how can I let you go? It's outside our territory. We haven't been called in. A phone call to the chief constable down there at Square. It could be semi-unofficial, but I'd report to him if I found anything. Twelve years ago, I wouldn't have hesitated. Oh, all right. Get down there today. I'll get the lab to phone the results direct to you in Waverton. Yes, sir. Um, thank you. <laughs> Don't strain yourself. It's just that I think you'll do less harm down there than you would here. I get enough complaints from the training officer as it is. Where will we get hold of you? I'll stay at the Crestwell Arms, Waverton Magna. Oh, one other thing, sir. Yes? I'd like to take Sergeant Rushton with me. The experience will do him good. Oh, very well, if you want to. Stop! Oh, sorry to keep you waiting, sir. I... Uh... Good Lord. A ghost from the past to haunt you, Sam. Inspector Chu. Why, this is a surprise. Well, I sent you a telegram. Booking two single rooms. When was this? About lunchtime. Oh, today? Well, I expect we'll get it tomorrow. The boy would have to cycle in from Linsett St. Paul's, you see. and It's pouring the rain. If he waits till tomorrow, he can come by bus. He'll have the choice of two. Just for the weekend, is it? We might be staying longer. This is my assistant, Sergeant Rushton. Sergeant, Sam Fletcher, our landlord. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you, son. How do you do? You've put a bit of weight on, Sam. You haven't changed much, sir. I feel about 100 years old. Still a policeman, then? They didn't sack me, if that's what you mean. Oh, you did your best, sir, and it were a long time ago. Down here for holiday? No. Oh. Business, then? You should have been in the force, Sam. You're so quick. Look, do you think we could go up to our rooms? We're soaked to the skin and my sergeant has a weak chest. It uh, is your chest that's weak, isn't it, sergeant? Uh, well, oh, I'm sorry, sir, keeping you talking. Uh, numbers three and four, two nice rooms in the front. First left at the top of the stairs. Here's your keys. We got visitors, sir. That's right. One of them is a friend of yours. Oh? Inspector Chu. No. Other ones, he's sergeant. What do they want? Business, he said. Well, now, don't go looking all worried. It could be a hundred different things. He's going to rake it all up again. No, he's not. That's all over and done with now. Ah, perhaps Mr Creswell invited him down for the wedding. Oh, don't talk silly. You should have told him we were full up. Well, now who's talking silly? That's the quickest way to make him think we've got something to hide. Who's got something to hide? Oh, uh, <laughs> I never heard you come down, Inspector. It's this soft carpet of yours, Sam. It's exactly the same as I remember it from 12 years ago. Shabby and dirty. Would you like some tea, Inspector? Hello, Peg. I didn't think you'd recognise me. I didn't until Sam told me. You've aged. You haven't changed a bit. I'm like our carpet. Still shabby and dirty. Do you want some tea? No, I don't think so. I'll have a drink in a minute. My sergeant's taking a bath. All right? I'll get him some clean towels. 
You're a lucky man, Sam. I think so. Is the bar open? It's always open to visitors. Buy a drink. Uh, very nice of you, sir. Uh, what'll it be? Is it the same lousy beer you had last time? Festival brand, sir. We're a tight house. Point? Yeah. And you have what you want. Hey, what, sir? Oh, stick it on my bill. It's uh, better. Uh, do they still talk about it in the village? Talk about what? Oh, don't slow the conversation down, Sam. You know what I mean. The kidnapping. Oh, you've all tried to forget it. Where do you think the body was hidden? The ground was rock hard. It couldn't have been buried, and the snow kept him in. Just staying for a couple of days, then, are you? It was a local job, no doubt about it. Whoever did it's probably still in the village. One of your customers, Sam. That's over and forgotten. You and Peg never had any children, then? How's your wife? Good one, that, Sam. A hit. As far as I know, she's quite well. Oh. You open the landlord? Hello, Bill. Of course I am. Why? Oh, you haven't switched your front light on. Hey? Oh, nor I have. Oh, when's this damn rain going to stop? Could spoil everything for tomorrow. As long as it doesn't spoil the poaching. You speak, mister. You remember me? Surely, Bill. Once seen, never forgotten. It's the copper. Chu. Inspector Chu. None other. What are you doing down here? Complete of poaching. Big pheasant gang. And I've been sent down to solve it. Oh, you'd have to be a bit smarter than you was last time to catch me. Probably right there, Bill. You were just talking about the kidnapping. Ah, uh, sad business. Ancient history now. Remember all the horrible things you threatened to do if you found the bloke who did it? Used to make my blood run cold. Oh, and you know better then, did I? No better now, then. Well, as I said, a long time ago. That was right, Inspector. We've all tried to forget about it. I wish I could. Will you be staying long? Well, now, that all depends on whether this new evidence leads anywhere or not. New evidence? Oh, probably doesn't mean anything, but we have to follow these things through, you know. You're wasting your time. Oh, tell me more, Bill. I ain't got nothing to tell you. Beg your pardon, my mistake. You spoke as if you knew something. Well, I know I'm not telling you, and neither will no one else. All wind is it, Bill, as usual. You're so clever, aren't you? Pity you wasn't a bit more clever 12 years ago. Made a proper fool of you then, didn't we? No. No, let him talk, Sam. So you reckon you made a fool of me, eh, Bill? And how could someone as thick as you possibly do that? Thick, am I, mister? Oh, let me tell you Take something. Take your hands I... off him. Who are you? I'm a police officer. Oh. Oh, mate of his, are you? No wonder you were so brave, Inspector. You ready then, Sergeant? Yes, sir. We'll have our little chat some other time, Bill. We're going out, Sam. Right. Well, unless we make an arrest... I'll see you all anon. Good night, gentlemen. Good night, sir. Well, you should be damn pleased with yourself, Bill. Oh, it gets me on the raw. He always did. I was deliberately leading you on, trying to get you to say more than you should. Not that you needed much pushing. Uh, I never told him nothing, did I? Didn't have to. What you looking out of the window for? Just looking where they're going. Oh, it stopped raining. Uh, well, I could be on their way to Mrs. Fulton's house. Well, of course they are. Stands to reason they'd want to go there, don't it? Use your common. Pamela Fulton's a bag of nerves, what with a wedding and everything. She's never really got over her boy being took. Ah, she'll be all right. There's a 
Mr. Creswell know they're here? Yeah, I phoned him. He said we should do nothing and say nothing. Just carry on as usual. Not quite the way you've been acting. Uh, you better tell him about this new evidence they're supposed to have. Yeah, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. You're quiet, son. I'm fuming. Oh? You just can't keep your mouth shut, can you? Sir? Everything I do is for a reason. If I pick a quarrel, then there's a reason. He was just going to open his big mouth when you had to come to my rescue. He was going to attack you. I can look after myself. I'm sorry, sir, but I really thought he was going to hit you. Been worth a punch on the nose to learn what he had to say. Yes, sir. Sorry. All right, all right, Sergeant. It's not the end of the world. Ah, you can see the Fulton house now at the end of the lane. Nice looking place. They've got money, I suppose. Husband had a fair old number at the brewery. Manager or something. Hello. There's a car outside. They've got visitors. Pamela! Pamela, where are you? In the sitting room. I just popped around to... Oh, how does she look, Anne? Sarah, you look beautiful. Oh, the dress is lovely. Do you think so? She does remind me of you, Pamela. That's exactly how you looked on your wedding day. All dressed up like a vestal virgin, I remember. Turn round, Sarah, dear. Let Anne see the train. Do you really like it? Really. It's quite perfect. <laughs> now, who can that be? It's nearly ten o'clock. Shall I go? No, no, Tom will see to it. Oh, I hadn't noticed your shoes, Sarah. Aren't they sweet? We bought them when we were in London last week. Sorry to burst in on you like this. Good evening, Mrs Fulton. Remember me? the first half of Better Never Than Late by R.D. Wingfield. Leslie Sands starred as Inspector Chu. Next week, in the conclusion of Better Never Than Late, the inspector increases the pressure on all the people of the village with some very haunting results. The coordinating producer of the Mystery Project is Barry Morgan.